everybody. Welcome to Two Bros, One Cast, the internet's spookiest podcast during the month of Spooktober. I am Tyler Kuchka. Right beside me, I have Garrett, the Italian Stallion, and Brandon, a.k.a. Be Nice, from over, over at Fresh Vibes. Fresh Vibes. How are you guys doing? Good, man. What have you guys been up to? It's been a week. Video gaming and working. Let me tell you what. I finally finished this one show that was recommended uh, to me by a girl at work Okay. called Mindhunter. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's Fantastic! I just finished it and I couldn't get enough of it. What is that? It's uh, it's about uh, the FBI in the '60s and '70s, like starting to investigate serial killers. Like they were starting to like figure out, like, hey, you know, these killers aren't matching up with our old killers, and uh, it's just really cool. Like they interview all these killers in prison, and they start using it on the field, and they. Oh, I've seen it like, as they, yeah. they start to develop their craft. I'm like, this. This was show like so fascinating. This is how actual serial killers was like. Di- not necessarily diagnosed, but that's where they came up with like the terms, like you would see on NCIS, like the word like unsub. Yeah, it came okay. from these guys. It yeah. came from okay. how they like all those NCIS shows or like Criminal Minds, where they like like they have a profiler. Literally, this is where the profiling profession came from. Where like, yeah. they have like, a guy who studies totally like. But as the show was starting, like they didn't even know how to describe them. They're they were calling them like couple different names, multiple murderers, like they didn't have like a serial killers wasn't even a thing. Which is know? weird because you think about it, it makes sense. Serial right. is like a group of incidents that happen and they're like some I think one of the guys just suggested on one, he's like it's a serial event and they're like, Oh, serial killer. Yeah. I think one of them, they're, like, doing, like, Venn diagrams in one of the episodes or something similar to that. And, like, there's, like, a correlation between all these yeah. and all these people. It, it was – I was totally blown away. Like, the first season, they, they use it to catch uh, one guy. And then they go into the Atlanta murders in the second season where, like, a whole bunch of I'm kids were murdered. blanking on a lot of the murders, but I really like the – They had it? Ed Kemper, who was Kemper. a killer. They interviewed the Manson. Kemper Tons was famous. so good. Like, yeah. he, like, they did actual like, – because they recorded it uh, – like visually and auto, auto, eh, with audio. So um, he actually, for shot, for shot, for some of it, like reenact what Ed Kemper did. Yeah. Mm. And even uh, this guy that they did in season two when they ended up catching him. Oh, they also did the son of like Sam. Him. Yeah. They did so many, you know, serial killers. Totally fascinating. It's leading up, like, season one and two have BTK in it. And you're seeing, like, clips of him as he's starting to progress through his murders, but they don't really okay. say who it is. But you see him, and he's on in the background, like you hear about these killings that he's doing. But and that stands for buying, torture, kill, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he was just some random, like, forty-year-old dad. Yeah. Just oh, murdering wow. people on the side. Nobody knew about it. And I read about a guy that uh, got caught. Eventually, he would drive. Like he would wait months between killings, and mm-hmm. he would literally, like, if he lived in California, he would fly out to like Wisconsin. Drive to like New Jersey for some reason. Yeah. Pick up someone and then murder them in a completely different state. Yep. And wow. then he would like go back home. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. Like, yeah. This show was totally fascinating. I could not stop watching it because seeing why they did it and, you know, I know it's a, a TV show. I'm sure some of it is fictionalized, but, you know, very fascinating. What really bums <laughs> me about all this is that, like, I always thought, um, like, Criminal Minds had like a. A little bit of fanaticism to it where it would add, like, because everything was related to sex. It right. really is, though. That's, like, yeah. the sad part. It's it, all related to sex. And that's something that they touched on in here. Like, a lot of these guys, they have a hard time holding jobs. They had some kind of traumatic event as a child. Usually related to their mother. Right. And uh-huh. then that's the other cool thing, too. Like, in this show, there are two guys that start this whole thing off. And one of them has an adopted son. And his son's not right. So as okay. they go on and they start profiling all these criminals, he's looking at his son, and it's it's fascinating. Yeah, can you imagine trying to go home from doing that? Like, I know it's yeah. it's different for nurses where we go home. One, they don't let you stop working. You go home and everybody asks you, like, what does this sore look like? You're like, yeah. I, okay. Uh, but for them, like, you Will go you home and... my poop? Can you imagine, like, going home and, like, looking at your, like, the one you love and you're like... You have a lot of similarities between the dude that just murdered an entire family. Yep. Especially, like, you're looking at your own kid, and you're like, oh, boy. Yeah. This is bad. Okay, so is that, like, a documentary, or it is, is it a... Like, it's, it's, it's a fictionized... Like a biopic. It's, like, it's kind of shot like a biopic. Yeah. You okay. know, where it's, these are the guys, you're walking through their life. It was 
kind of in the same vein as like Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. They, they played it like he was the guy. You didn't see any like actual footage, but they tried to find people that looked just like the roles. And okay. And they did. Uh, it was played seriously. They didn't, you know, narrate any of it. The character oh, gotcha. characters are based off real people who really did do this stuff. Right. Gotcha. I don't know off, how much they. So do. one of the guys wrote a book, and the show is based off that book. Okay. So that's kind of you know. Okay. It's. It was, I could not stop watching it. It is pretty cool. Yeah, I watched the whole thing with Ashley and, like, you know, waiting for her availability to watch the show was, like, killing me. I'm like, you know, it's, it's know. like we went from the age of zombies. We were kind of hanging out in the age of Spider-Man, which was great. Mm-hmm. But now we're kind of going to the age of serial killers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yep. yeah. It kind of seems to be what we're moving forward to. Well, I mean, it is Spooktober. So. It is Spooktober. Spooky. <laughs> so that's yeah. what I was doing this week. Okay. And then we both saw Joker. You didn't see Joker yet. I Are you going to go see it? Uh, maybe. Eventually. Yeah. It's on the list. I just, I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Uh, on opening day. So. I would say don't get like too hyped up because I was like kind of excited. Uh, it's got a slow start. Yeah. I would say the majority of the movie is slow. Like all, it was great movie, but. Well, they really slow. focused like because the Heath Ledger kicks ass and they focused with him being right. mad. Like he was right. just straight up. Insane. Wow, look like, at all this crazy stuff happening all the time. And then he's you know, like, I don't totally care. Random. Burns the pit of money. He doesn't, he has his reasons to do it and he just doesn't try to explain it. And this one, it's like a gentleman or a man desperately trying to cling on to whatever facet of life and trying his best just to be happy. Right. And yeah. then the world just literally punishing him for <coughs> it. Yeah. Like this, he is a real guy and you're just watching his life. So it's Arthur nothing, Fleck. nothing fantastical. So it's kind of slow. The whole movie, it's like a slow plotting right. kind of story, and he's it, just getting madder and madder. Don't get too excited because I was like, Joker, what? I mean, what I didn't, I didn't think happen? I was, I didn't think I was gonna see anything like kind of like Batman-ish or comic bookish or like, anything like, like that. I wasn't over expecting the top that. Is this gonna be? Is it gonna be nuts? Yeah. You know, I didn't watch too many of the reviews and stuff, so I kind of went in blind. Gotcha. And we, me and Ashley went and saw it together, and she's like, "This is kind of slow," and I'm like, "Yeah, it is. It's good, but." It's slow. It's a lot slower than I thought it's it would be. Definitely yeah. like an it's gonna be like an Oscar runner movie. Like yeah. Just for the way it was filmed. Well, the way that they were talking about it, that's kinda like what I had in, in mm. my mind. Like it's, I wasn't thinking that it was gonna be like this action packed film. I thought it was gonna be like a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And a lot of like trying to connect the puzzles to a lot of stuff. I didn't really know what I thought it would be. I didn't but definitely like yeah. slower movie. Uh, when you get Joaquin Phoenix, you just know it's gonna be some like mental stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. kinda like he the roles he go oh he did. I was wondering how he got into that mindset and I don't still don't know how he did it. Yeah. yeah like, he he studied and did research, that's what I heard. But like I, I mean, a lot it. of people like they get in the character and they just stay in the character until they're done filming. Yeah. Like I was watching this interview uh with this one guy on the show that I watched called Power. He like he plays like this like kind of corrupt governor. Yeah. Like he well he's running for he's he's running for governor of New York. But like everything around him is like kind of corrupt. Like he has like cops in his pocket. Like he has like people who run clubs and stuff like that in his pocket. But he's like trying to be the face of the people because he actually wants to make change. Right. And so like he was saying on this interview that like when he comes home, like he can't go in the house immediately. He say he has to sit in his car for two hours, not look at his phone or anything, just to get out of character yeah. because like it consumes them so much. Like in Hollywood, and he said a lot of people in Hollywood do that. So, yeah. I mean, That's I can, yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. So I can only imagine that uh, that Mr. Phoenix had something to do, uh, like, something similar like that. I was just blown away. His performance throughout the whole movie was fantastic. Yeah. He looked like, he sounded like he legitimately had problems. I totally believed it. And then, like, his physical appearance, like, you see it throughout yeah. the film. I'm like, yeah. wow. Dedication. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was yeah, cause very eerie I look him. thin, yeah. but that guy makes me look, like, obese. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel huge compared okay. to him. Like, it, and that kind of could play into, like, if he's on medications and stuff, it makes him not want to eat. Like, yeah. you know, I've... We had friends before who were on meds, and it makes them kind of just tired, and you lose your appetite. And yeah. Heck, I used to have to take Adderall for my ADHD in college, and I wouldn't eat for like three days. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> who yeah. knows what he was on? But and like, it, you literally you just don't feel it. You just don't get hungry, and you don't sleep. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Really weird. It, this movie makes you feel like a lot of conflicting emotions. Like mm. he's he's got issues. You kind of sympathize for him, but it's it's really weird. Okay. I watch it if it sounds interesting to you, but yeah, I wouldn't sure. recommend it to everybody. <laughs> like after seeing it now, I'm like, yeah. 
Unless you know the Joker and you you really like him and you like Batman, yeah. and if you're uh, not it. partial yeah. to a sudden brutal violence, yeah, yep, because that mm-hmm. does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'll warn you because I was not prepared when it happened. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. holy crap! Well, don't yeah. ruin it for me because no, that's, that's, that's all we're gonna. I want to. I want to get messed up. I want to. I want to watch this movie and be like, oh snap! Why? Yeah. Why is that happening? You'll have to let us know what you think. All right, for sure. And I'll probably. Next. I'll probably see it tomorrow or something because I'm. Movie. I'm off again. So cool. lucky. In yeah. between. In between Apex and you'll have to let us know. Yeah, I'll probably probably catch it out. And check we'll, it out. Another spooky thing What's that up? happened. I finally saw Toy Story 4. <laughs> it was terrible. That's, I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. Well, I did I've not like it. Seen it. Yeah. I haven't even seen three. Yeah. I Me loved, neither. I loved two <laughs> and three, and four was terrible. Is this the one with Forky? Yeah, it was Forky. Okay. He was kind yeah. of funny, but like the movie was it was a mess. Was it, it kind of just looked like it was the first one. Yeah. It's definitely not. Like uh, like the same kind of plot, like Oh, a new friend. Except, you know, Buzz, or, a a new toy, toy. or a Woody wasn't really too worried about losing his thing from the commercials, but... Yeah. You, you'd you have to see, you know... You, I swear if there's you, a line... You guys haven't the, even seen Toy Story 3? Nope. So you don't, you don't care I about I mean, I, I feel like I may have, but, like, I don't truly... Okay. I don't care about Toy right. Story at all. That's Fine. not a movie that I, like, focus, put a lot of energy towards. Because see, I, like, grew up on... I had, like, the Woody and Buzz and stuff. I mean, I had Buzz and hard Woody. I had yeah. Woody. I had, Woody was my toy. I'm already having a hard time gripping with the fact that I'm like getting older. Now yeah. I have to yeah. look back and like have toys go through the same mental crisis that I'm going through. Yeah. This is the reason I didn't want to watch this movie because I didn't want to watch it because they didn't need to do it. The right. third one ended it perfectly. They right. did not need to do this. Then they did it. I didn't believe them. I held off on it and then I finally saw it and I'm like, that was... Garbage. Didn't the guy Trash, who did Mr. Potato Head die before this came out? So they had to like, audio, like rip his audio from like previous thing. I thought I read. I, I was. I stayed away internet. from everything Toy Story for because I didn't want to support it at all. Yeah. You know, I wanted to wait and get away from it as far as I could before I. You wanted to buy it on DVD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rent it on. <laughs> wait, uh, wait till YouTube wait till videos. I see it on at somebody else's house and then. That way, I don't give them any of my money. Stand outside their window, look at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Put so my air to the window. Split their cable. He's got like one of the glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all got a y'all got a cup with string. Yeah, you got an extra cup. Just stick it up next to the TV. I'll hang outside. It's, it's like being at the drive-through. <laughs> park my park my keister right here outside your window. Yeah, I just sit here and watch. Don't mind me. Yeah. No, I I didn't really have too much uh too much stock in the Toy Story. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like the first one and that, a little bit of the second one, but Toy I didn't Story was stock. like my childhood, so I was like yeah. really invested in it. They ended it perfectly with the third one, and then they just yeah. I just can't even there. I have so many issues with the ending of this movie. Yeah. So you guys don't. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it because some of our audience may care, but I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. It's stupid though. It's I, I hear you. So uh, I finished a show that was recommended to me. Yeah. Well, I was watching it like on and off, not religiously though, but uh, Adventure Time. Really? Yeah. I finally finished that. It's ten seasons of uh, wow. of Finn and Jake going on adventures and growing up. And I didn't realize this, but like Finn started off as like like a like a tween. Mm-hmm. So he's like. 13, 12, 13 years old. And then he, when the show ended, he was 18. Really? Yeah. So Did like, he look any different? or he No, he looked the same, yeah. but like his mentality was so different okay. like going forward. Like he was like maturing. Like he used to be all about like killing monsters and going on adventures and messing stuff up. And then like as he progressed, like he just got like, hmm. I don't know, more mature. And it was like, man, we got to stop this violence. And right. it, it was crazy. Like the show ended with a war. Huh. And yeah, it ended with a war. Well, that's like, the cool thing about Adventure Time. Like, yeah. it's not just some throwaway like SpongeBob where not none of the episodes are connected. Like every not episode leads into another episode. Yeah, yeah, that's it, it, I it was dope. It, when I it was dope. I really but I mean, that. there were some throwaway episodes for yeah. sure. But like for the most part, like it'll go like storyline, storyline, storyline. Oh, let's throw this random episode in here. Yeah. But like even in that random episode there were like episodes it was like something in there that will come back to like another episode in the future and everything like that like Finn had like multiple different crushes and girlfriends throughout the show 
and it was like he dealing with the breakups and then like trying to be friends with people and right. everything. It was, it was amazing. Like the overarching like story of it was like pretty pretty it's made dope. For children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been meaning to watch it, but yeah. see, that's the thing. Children should have shows like that because yeah. it matters. They understand stuff. They're yeah. not as stupid as everyone thinks. You yeah. Know? Oh, oh no, yeah, I was no. stupid when I was. But like, I watched Dragon Ball Z because I just want to yeah. see big buffets beat <laughs> each other up. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. shows like that too. Uh, yeah. It's wrestling, but I just wanted to see. That's all yeah. I wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I felt like this show. It was like it, it wasn't just like a kid show. It was like a coming of age show. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like but you're thing, you're like, growing up. They made this it is what so you're kids going could through. enjoy it, and it had yeah. a little bit more oh, yeah. to it. Oh, but yeah. see, like the way I looked at it, it was like I always because Flapjack came out at the exact same time. Oh, I hate and it, Chowder. Flapjack. Well, Flapjack was Wait, definitely no, like I'm thinking of Chowder. That's the fish. One. <laughs> huh? Which one has a fish in it? I mean, Flapjack's all about the sea. It's got the whale, Bubby. I'm gonna Google it. While and then Chowder's the one with like everything's food related. He's a cook, and he tries to be yeah. a cook, and he's just a dumbass. Yeah. Um, what about Gumball? Did you ever watch that? Because that show's stupid. I, well, I mean, like what I was saying was like, because Adventure Time always came out, and I was like, okay, that definitely seems to be more aimed at like your average like. No tween, like something mm-hmm. like it's got a lot of ridiculous, like princess, what bubblegum, bubblegum, candy kingdom, like the lumpy space stuff. princess, mm-hmm. like ridiculous stuff like that. One of the lines yeah. is poots on newts, which is hilarious. <laughs> so it's like, I think that's great. And then you go to Chowder, and it's dealing with like the main character's Flapjack, who lost his family, is stuck with an alcoholic like captain, really? and he's raised, yeah, like uh, I don't remember what his name is. But he literally like he gets hammered off maple syrup all the time. Wow. <laughs> what was the other show? Chowder and what else? Um, Flapjack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, it's like the Adventures of Flapjack. This is this is from like the newer age of cartoons. I'm from like the old. This is like nitty gritty. What the heck is that? That is not it. That's yeah, that Monster is, Flap. Is that what you're watching? <laughs> I am not watching the Cyclops. That's messed up. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. but I will say that Adventure Time had like a little bit of a hinted, a hidden. The marvelous agenda. misadventure. Yeah, I never saw that. One. I never saw. Yeah, that one. so I've seen guy, some of it. Like, you know, like it has like the really gritty, like, image. Flipping style. through channels. And, like, look at this guy. That's ugly. Like, you see that in your dreams, and no one's going to see this, but if you see this coming at you in your dreams, you are not going to have a good dream. Yeah, dude, yeah. I've never. I've and never. look at he's got, I think he's a barber. Yeah. Weird. No, yeah, I've never seen that. No, thank you. <laughs> it's like you watch and compare it to like Adventure Time has a lot of happy, overarching themes. Yeah, it does. Well, it there's does a lot of some, there's a lot of depression. I've seen in what happens to the Ice King. And like oh yeah, what happens to his life? It can get yeah. sad. But that show, that's how you figure out. Like yeah, that show depression. literally made me depressed. Ice King? So oh, some rough stuff. Remember, yeah. So yeah, I so Ice King. He was a normal human being. He was yeah. like, let, let's say we we take a Garrett. Like yeah. Ice King was like this nerd. He was a scientist. Like he was very smart. He had the love of his life. Uh, there is a character in the show. Her name is Marceline. Um, she's like a little vampire. Yeah, I remember. But she her. grows up. But she's like over over a thousand some years old. Yeah. So like she she's seen like life a million times over. Right. And pretty much so, Ice King. His name is Simon. He was a he was a great person. He found this crown. Studied the crown, put the crown on, and then at the longer he wore the crown, the crown started turning him into like this like wizard type of deal. But like as he progressed into the wizard, he lost all of his memory. Really? So like he was just like this dude that was just like. So, but when the show starts, he's already ice. He's already ice okay. king, but you never know his backstory. But like he's like he's just like this doofus. But like you you would never think that he was like he was bright or anything like that. So he's like the dumb dude that's like always kidnapping princesses because he wants to get married to a princess. Bowser. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> similar, 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 similar to Bowser. To Bowser. So <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> similar to Bowser, but like as the show progresses. Like you start to figure out, like he actually has people in his life that actually love him, mm. and there are people that are obsessed with him, trying to get trying to get him back to who he is. And pretty much the end of the show is about um, like the apocalypse in a sense. Mm. Like that's kind of like what happens. But Maybe I, how, it's ten seasons, dude. But each episode, how many seasons, you episodes, don't even. So the last couple of seasons are like Short. it's like twelve, like twelve episodes. But each episode is like ten minutes. I was gonna oh. say like, and besides, like you do 10, all 11, of them are like all of them, all of them are ten eleven, except so the last episode. The last episode is forty five minutes. Okay. But every other episode is like 10, you don't 12 even minutes. like watch shows by themselves anyway. So like, and that's not like that yeah. show you need to be paying attention to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just put that. But in but it's cool. Like like like, Finn has like now, family here, issues. Here's the thing. Before we get into the weekly rounds, 
Okay. Do I watch this first or Naruto first? Naruto. Naruto. Okay. Naruto. Fair enough. For sure. The only problem is just just text me before you get to an arc because I'll just tell you if you need to skip the entire thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, told, I, I told Brandon that he's like, so I just finished the tuning exam. Skip. Why? Just skip to Shippuden. You don't yeah. need really anything after yeah. after he learns how to do the Rasegan. You don't need anything after that. Okay. It's all garbage. I still okay. I still enjoyed it. Uh, I watched it on, ne- on you Cartoon watched Network. Everything right? Well, I watched everything on Netflix until except the- until uh, like Netflix only has like a certain amount of the Naruto. Oh. Episodes. Yeah, it has like the original, and then like yeah. it kind of. Drops off the planet. It drops yeah. off, but but like the the numbering of the episodes are like different compared to what you'll find on on online because really? yeah. So like on Netflix, it goes like season one, season two, season three, and then episode one, two, three. But like when you look at it from uh, what to skip, it just goes from one to like four hundred or some shit like that. <laughs> so it, it like all the episodes are you gotta like kind of figure out which ones are which gotcha. based on yeah. the title of Dude, there the are websites that do that I recently found one because what I would do is I'd yeah. watch One Piece for a little while then I would just fall off the universe because they're at like yeah. what a thousand something yeah. it's something stupid there's like so many episodes they finally made a website called like One Pace or something yeah. like that where they would cut episodes together like they would cut yeah. out all the filler all the extra nice. crap and yeah. like they would put like five episodes in one 20 minute segment did they yeah. do that for naruto too i would have to find it but if okay. i do i'll let you know because okay. there is a lot of like the, it's called talk no jutsu which is yeah. essentially what happens yeah this he, guy just ripped off and murdered my friend let me talk to him for a couple minutes yeah, yeah. so but it's like he has a ninja way that people yeah. love right. and people want to follow i do him. i do admit that that's i do good. like when he does a talk because that's who he is like he's yeah. like he's been the hated character he wants yeah. to try to Naruto. bring Reach out to people. My whole life I've been hated. I know what you're feeling. You don't want to do this. And then, I like, mean, he, if you've been he, beaten he, as a toddler, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like you have a pretty good standing because yeah. he got yeah. messed up as a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I love, I love both shows. You should definitely check out, check them both out. Like, okay. I, oh, I'm there's going also to do it. Yeah, there's a hidden agenda in Adventure Time though too. Like, mm-hmm. especially like with love, like it's like all encompassing and everything like that. So like okay. they got a little bit of uh, okay acceptance from uh, every different community if you if you understand that. So yeah. it's kind of okay. yeah, okay. It, it's different, cool. man. It's different. It's some stuff that you would never expect happens in that. And I'm like, oh wow, okay, great. Yeah, I mean, what cool. you were telling me is like I would not expect to show about like a little kid going on adventures with a talking shapeshifting dog. Well, and, his uh, dog is like 28. Yeah. <laughs> like he turns 30. <laughs> and don't forget it's jo- voiced by John DiMaggio yeah. who yeah. for those who don't know voices Bender from Futurama. Yeah. He voices Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. that is one of my top 10 games of my life yeah. and like just having him going Dude. from blowing off people's heads and like beating them to death yeah. with their limbs to like Whatever you want, mama. It's literally yeah, yeah. kills me. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish I had an Xbox because uh, Gears of War 5 looks pretty dope. Yeah. It has like I, Terminator and like all those other I've heard it looks I mean, okay. I've been meaning to get it. If yeah. it does, I need someone to play do, it with. Do me. you have an Xbox? I do. Oh, I sold mine. <laughs> yeah, my little sister wife. <laughs> do you really want an Xbox just to play no, Gears? No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. They exactly. got couch co op, though. Yeah. So like you can. You, we'll just go over I to think they, I think they still have no, it. No, beat, so. I've beaten every single one on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. It's just been like a trend. Yeah. And they've gotten way easier since they used to be because i remember in gears 2 there was one part you're going to save dom's wife and there's this freaking guy with a shotgun with unlimited ammo literally like sprint shooting at you no matter what he's just like i remember i died 20 times this guy and like me and my friend were like behind cover we'd pop out and our heads would explode just because oh he's just goodness. like running and just unloading jesus <laughs> that's like me with the eva 8 shotgun and apex <laughs> And now with the double tap. It's great. It's amazing. It's amazing. And on that note, we're going to get into the weekly rounds. What are weekly rounds? Weekly rounds are where every week we round on all our spooky viewers and listeners like the spooky, diligent nurses we are. This week, Spooky Jamika writes in and says, Spamika, have you ever had a near-death experience? Ooh, a near-death experience. No, I went blind once from a I have. So I told mine on the show last week. That's where I my car spun around. I almost died, and then yeah. I just drove to class. Yeah. Like, that's probably the closest thing to a near-death <laughs> experience I've ever had. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I better go to school. My yep. priorities haven't changed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I still have to pass this class. <laughs> yeah. Nursing school is terrible. Yeah. I think uh, my near-death experience, we were... So there's this, this homeless guy that lived in a garage <laughs> in the city okay. and uh he was working on my dad's car okay. but like he was like smoking in the car okay so it was like 
myself, my brother and sister, and like our friends that lived in our apartment building. Like we we like this dude, he would like walk down the street like yelling all kind of absurd like absurd things. Like he was messed up in the yeah. head. Like for sure. So like all the kids in the neighborhood would always mess with him and stuff. Easy so, target. Very easy target. Like all the adults would look at him and be like, Man, that dude's messed up. He was an alcoholic, like he, right. he was just messed up. So uh <laughs> he lived in a garage, he was smoking in my dad's car instead of fixing it at that that night. So like we were like telling him, Hey, look, man, you need to be fixing his car, like being like dumb kids. Right. You know, like you need to be fixing on my dad's car and not smoking and my dad don't like smoking in it, blah blah blah. He goes in the garage, so like the other kids start banging on the garage, like telling him, Hey, come back out, come back out, just messing with him, just we were we were doing stupid stuff. Okay. And um so pretty much the owner of the garage that he was living in came out and was like, Y'all need to leave him alone. Go 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 play somewhere else. Like leave him alone, blah, blah, blah. And we were out there, well, my dad said he shouldn't be smoking in the car. All the other kids are just saying dumb stuff. And then so there's this other guy that lived in the building. He comes outside and he has a gun. And oh, he starts God. shooting it in the air. But it's messed up. Yeah, it was. It's illegal too. And he comes out, starts shooting it, and we all just skedaddle. I ran so hard, I passed out. Really? Like my adrenaline was going so hard when when he came out because all I saw was the gun come out like this. So I was like, ah! (laughs) Like I took our weed. We got out of there so fast. Uh, I remember running into the apartment, into our apartment hallway. And like the world starts spinning around me, and I just feel. See, I don't think I've ever passed out before. Yeah, that's I, I've only passed out twice, twice in my life, and Once. both have happened at the same time running upstairs. <laughs> Mine, was <laughs> a, <laughs> Mine was a head injury. <laughs> no, I never had a near. I took a head injury when I was in like when I was young, and I blacked out. But that was about it. Okay. And I took a head and head hit from rugby, and then yeah, I so went blind. You need for to tell bit. me all these crazy traumatic stories you've told in rugby don't count as near death experience. No, I was one a terrible rugby player. So somebody, like, didn't somebody like break your cheekbone or something? No, you? I didn't break it. I watched. You saw somebody. One of my head. friends. This is actually Trevor Cherry. Uh, he went in low, and the rule for rugby is if you're gonna tackle someone, you got to get low. You want to get your cheek. To their opposite cheek, so it's called cheek cheek. Because yeah. if you try to go into the same leg, you'll you'll to the same cheek, you'll get a knee in the face, and that's right. legal in rugby. If it happens, right. it's your fault. And right. he went low, and he took a knee right to the eye, and it actually broke his orbital socket. Jesus. So like when I got over there, he was literally laying on the ground. He wasn't like crying or like unconscious, but he had a pool of blood on his eye. Oh god! And he was just sitting there. He's like, I did it. And I was like, What'd you do? He's like, I went too low. I went for the wrong leg. And this is what I get. And, like, he had to have, like, he had to keep it on there. He couldn't play for a couple weeks. I had to saw a, a kid. Weeks. <laughs> I would have quit. Well, he played. We had, uh, Trevor is a champion. He came right back. I would have been done after <laughs> my eyeballs bleeding. I seen a guy break Somebody his arm. In the, the NFL gets a splinter. They're out for a half a season. He breaks his face. He's out for a couple weeks. He came back. That's I've crazy. seen a guy break oh, his arm. Yeah, dude. Rugby players are insane. Yeah. That's they, nice. It's literally like they love the sport. But they can't transfer over to football because it's too tough for them. Yeah. A lot. A lot of them, a lot of them try like a lot of the Aussies that come over, uh, like they they turn. Football's too hard for them. Yeah, because they're not used to like getting hit full on with pads. Uh, it's different. Yeah, because like, in rugby it, you hit different. people, you yeah. hit them hard, but you have to do it correctly. And in yeah. football, the yeah. problem is. A lot of people don't hit correctly. Yeah. Exactly. And you can exactly. really, like, because they think I'm wearing pads, I'm indestructible. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. not the case. People yeah. just throw, they just throw their bodies. In rugby, it. it's like, I'm literally hitting you with my body. I'm going to be gonna conscious of how I'm going right. to hit you. Because yeah. you don't have pads. You're trying to protect what you have and you don't still have take any, them down. Yeah, you don't have anything. Yeah. And you yeah. can't. Efficient. You well, don't want to be it's the rugby. Kinda like It's kind of like playing football on the street, like yeah. where you play, like, Pick up football. You ever played that? Like mm-hmm. at like a picnic or something? Yep. Like you you play that completely different than right. the way that you're playing it with pass on. Because right. like with pass, you just feel indestructible. Right. And you got a helmet on too, so you ain't got to worry about getting kicked in the face yeah. or anything like that. Psh. Yeah. Now getting stepped on the hands, <laughs> stepped wall. in the face, stepped on the legs. Yeah. I have like wall. scars on my legs from that. Yeah. People would literally just step on you with their cleats if you were down, just because they'd keep you down, or they'd stand on you so you wouldn't get up immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, messed up, dude. Seen a guy's <laughs> finger get dislocated in every single joint. It looked like a lightning bolt. Yeah, Eef. super weird. Eef. No, thank you. That same game, he broke his ankle. I'll, I'll stick to my video games. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sport, but I was not Say, good I'll at it. I'll stick to my video games. <laughs> Kaylin, right. Kaylin writes in and she says, "If you three were in a scary movie, who would be the first to die and how?" Well, it definitely wouldn't be me because I feel like the black people in the scary movies. Which they one's a comic relief better. of the three of us? Well, see, that's the thing. I feel like they're the there's a stereotype 
where the black person is always the first to go. Not even. Sure. No, it's we not. a lot of scary movies. Yeah. And to be fair, no. though, of the two of us, no. you're definitely the bigger threat. No, nah, <laughs> no. Nah, the, the black people are never the first to die in the scary movies. Or ever. maybe not first to die. Never. It goes, die. No, it goes it, the it, hot, horny couple, comic yeah. relief, then the black guy. Yep. Yeah, I, I would. Sur- I would survive. Usually, the, usually you're like the third or so. You're usually yeah. one of like the top three, but it's I, usually I the hot, good. horny couple that goes away to have sex. I'll, I'll be good. Usually, it is the the female virgin that lives, so we'd all die. Who would I die mean, first? We'll all die. It'll probably be you, Tyler. Hey, I'm gonna go check out <laughs> something in my garage. Yeah, me and Brandon, me and Brandon would literally be like, "No, let's <laughs> so, leave." Something's in my garage. You think I'm gonna sit around, dude? Let me tell you. And you guys think there's a fake boogeyman out there? Like walk out there, and get I'm a knife just, in the face. All I'm, I'm saying is, like, I don't go check it out when I hear stuff. I get the hell out of where I need to go. I go <laughs> call someone whose job it is to do that, and I is need, way better equipped for I it need than to me. get out of there. I mean, unless it's a patient. <laughs> Even then, it's still the same thing. I don't know uh, if I can handle this guy. Let's get security up here. Uh, I'm not taking a boot to the head. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I probably would be the first. Guy. You definitely would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. Too, I grew up in Chicago, man. <laughs> Literally, I, too, I just like <laughs> too much street smarts, man. Don't do that. Brandon I'm, I'm and I. I'm always like, all right, what's really going on here? Nope, Freddy Krueger's nope. coming out. You'd literally I'm, hear like, <laughs> all right, I better go check in there, and you're gonna turn around, and Brandon's in the car. I'm like. Triple seated buckled in. I'm like, go, Brandon, go. <laughs> no, he, he's like starting the car up. You're hanging on the roof and just driving out. Just go, Brandon. Don't, just, don't even. <laughs> look, look, there, there's a saying, right? And like, uh, it's a universal black person thing. You see, <laughs> you see somebody else running. You just run. You don't ask no questions. You just get out of here. What is he doing? Just go. <laughs> just go. Nope. <laughs> don't try to look and see why they running. Just get out of there. I'm out of there. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next one? All right. Let's see here. So we have a, a couple other questions here. Uh, let's see. Ashley writes in and says, do you guys believe in the demon house in Gary? If it wasn't torn down, would you go and experience the uh, spookiness mm. yourself? What is the demon house? I'm assuming it's a house where some uh, spooky, spooky stuff happened. And I, heard, some bad I stuff. heard stories about that mm-hmm. place. They said that like people go into that house and like the people that live there, they would like, climb on the walls and do all kind of crazy. Like, yeah. like There's they been like, well-documented events yeah. in that house where like children have been like started walking up the wall yeah. or like... You know, it's very haunted. They yeah. did a whole documentary on it. Mm-hmm. I can the believe guys it. That did ghost hunters or whatever? I can believe it. I, I I think that there's like some type of paranormal activity going on with the house. Like one of my uh, my psych professors, uh, I used to do a clinical at at the uh, Gary Methodist, and she she uh, worked with someone that actually had to go into that house. During the time, and she kind of told us a story about like, "Hey, look, this is what happened." Blah blah, and I'm, we're all just sitting there like on edge. And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, that could definitely." It happen. was. It was like, well, who definitely was all happen. there? It was like child services were there. The yeah. police were there, witnessed it. Yeah, like, like these kids were like go to like go to school and everything with like bruises and stuff on there. So like people thought that their parents were abusing them, but the parents weren't doing anything. So I think social services or like someone from the hospital at one point went over to check out what was going on. And they said, like, all this, like, freaky stuff started happening. So they got, like, the kids out of there, and they, like, condemned the building and tore it down and stuff. But, like, I think it's I think it's real. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the stuff could be real. The documentary was messed up. Like, I watched it. It yeah. didn't really show anything, but they yeah. never really do. I mean, they can't really show you too right. much because yeah. it's not happening right then and right. there. But I think that there, like, there are definitely instances where stuff like that happens yeah. for sure. Or Did someone, I go there? No. No, I, I, I probably would. would. I, I probably would, would just to like freak myself out a little bit. If they're calling like ghosts are scary, yeah. Demons, like if they're real, I feel like are way scarier than ghosts. Yeah, I don't want any part of that because they like cling on to you and they haunt you. It's not yeah. like a ghost haunts a building. A demon follows you and messes with you. And I'd feel they? bad for the demon though if it hung out yeah. with me. He'd be like, "Hang on, like, man, this guy is boring." <laughs> he's like going he studies in, all the time he's like going in the bathroom though and he's like cutting your toilet paper in half so you <laughs> fingers keep going up mud uh mud, mud run, you know <laughs> he's like that demon got me again i got him this little idiot he like keeps like kind of making my sheets just slightly yeah. damp yep. yeah. damn why is this blanket wet i dried it for 45 minutes it that's dry why is know? my tv constantly unplugged no oh, demon <laughs> well screw with chloe because she absolutely hates ghosts i always tell her that we have like a ghost floating around the base yeah. We don't. Like, I, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just absolutely like stupid, and yeah. I always misplace stuff. Like for whatever reason, 
I cannot hold on to my TV remote. Okay. I'll like sit in the bed. I'll be watching TV. Won't move an inch. And the next thing I know, I'll be like across the room. Yeah. So I'll be like, we got a ghost. And I've yeah. been calling it Todd. It might be yeah. like, Todd the parakeet and just move yeah. my crap. Wow. <laughs> you got to do what I did in the bedroom because we kept having that issue where it's like, Tyler, you're watching TV. Your results in the bedroom <laughs> resulted in a baby. I don't want any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Take your remote, drill a hole through it, and put it on a little bungee cord. Then yeah. you can watch TV all you want in the bedroom, and when you like, okay, go, but I don't want to be like spot. one of the places in Chicago that I have to tether down their pens so they don't yeah. lose their pens. I mean, yeah. if you have to, you have to. Like you know? a bank teller, you just have Here to accept go? it. You yeah. gotta, you know, that's what are your weaknesses? You can't control yeah. your remote. Fair enough. Yeah, it really is. It's like a mind of it. It's like one of the smaller ones. It's probably about like that big. So no matter well, for people, it's like about that big. Yeah. Uh, and no matter what happens, it's always like I'll sit it here and it'll end up like over there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? I always hated that. That's like in the living room. We have the two TVs. So I have my master remote in my spot, and Ashley's got her two remotes on her side. Wait, why do? You, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. two T. That's right. You yeah. just said that. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, I have my remote that controls both. She's got hers. And my remote's mine, and her remotes are hers, and we don't touch each other's remotes. <laughs> she goes over and she's <laughs> <laughs> just spray her in the face yep. with some water like nope. a bad cat. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Get out of here! But then it works the other way too, where like I lose my remote, I'm like, I use your remote. She's like, No, find your own. Don't touch it. Fine. Yeah, okay. every single time. Same thing with like the PlayStation. Why is my PlayStation remote by the bathroom? Yep. Yeah. Didn't even go over there. Yep. Yeah. We got time for one more question here. All right, cool. Casey writes in, and she said, have you ever had a paranormal experience? What is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you in your life so far? Hmm, Paranormal experience? I I would just say that, like, my sleep paralysis is probably, like, the scariest thing that really happens to me. Um, It's like, I feel like I'm awake, I'm laying in bed, and my eyes are open, and it just seems like there's, like, this, like, sinister being in the room or like there's someone standing in the corner Mm -hmm. or someone's coming out of the ceiling so like um i looked up this picture uh a million times and i've told people about this a million times the spooky long arm the uh satanic uh Mm -hmm. it's like the satanic uh symbol yeah uh there's like a statue of it in detroit somewhere uh but pretty much it like I see his head coming out of the ceiling and it comes to get me and all i could do i like try to scream and scream and scream and i can't scream and it's like about to get me, and then all I do is close my eyes and pray, and then I wake up. Hmm. See, my sleep paralysis yeah. always happens when I'm on my stomach, hmm. and my yep. face is in the pillow, nope. and like I wake up enough to the point where like I know I'm awake, but I can't move, and I can slowly mm-hmm. feel like my like my lungs closing off, like I can't mm-hmm. breathe, and I'm like, no matter what, I'm sitting, there, I'm like just move. You yep. you need someone move, and then eventually yeah. I'll be able to shift. But it's just like during that. Yeah. Sitting yep. there trying to move and I can't do anything. I can only see black because like there's nothing yep. going on. I just can't that's breathe. Crazy. Yeah, you've never experienced it, dude. No, oh, like, it hasn't look happened it in a while. The only thing that's happened to me in my sleep, and I was actually thinking about this too. Like as far as scary experiences, like paranormal. No, I haven't had any. I wish, but no, I, I had one. I uh, I will be like asleep, and it happened like two or three times in while I was in nursing school, where I would wake up in the middle of the night from a dead sleep, feeling like I was falling, and that was pretty scary. Yeah, but then I would just be like wide awake, and I'd be yeah. you know up at like two in the morning. Like, what? Just yeah, you're like yeah. I can sleep for eight hours and be exhausted, but then I go to sleep yeah. for fifteen minutes, and I felt like I slept for a year. This yeah. is some bull. Yeah. yeah, but could you imagine being asleep in your room? With the lights out, but like there's like a little bit of light in the room, and you see a figure in the in the corner just moving closer and closer to you, about to yeah, kill no, you. No, yeah, dude. So like, I, there was one experience once yeah. where I was sleeping around Halloween in our living room back in Minnesota, and we had like these old looking lamps that came out of the wall, and they had the okay. white frosted glass. Oh, you would have the creepiest type of lighting. And yeah. I was like terrified of the grudge at that time because i've had like a phobia of that movie for the longest time i finally rid myself of it but okay i could not even like googling stuff if i would see it it would like freak me out like crippling. bad crippling and my sister was a uh witch one year for halloween and she put her wig over the frosted white things oh, in the boy. living room oh, and it was boy. like a black wig so I'm in there watching TV, and I, I would sleep on the couch a lot. And I just turned the TV off, and I kind of rolled over and put my head into the, the couch. And I saw it, and I saw the, the hair hanging over the white face. That was terrifying. That was it. To me at that time, like, it I got you. stood there for a moment, like, paralyzed in fear. I'm like, I yeah. don't even know what to do. Yeah. But 
Nothing too crazy, though. All right, fair enough. <laughs> what about you? What was your uh, Mine was, experience? I've told it before. Uh, mine was back when I used to live in like our middle, like, I don't know what they would call it, but it's like a half, it's not like a halfway house, but it's like a, uh, it was our temp house. So it was a house built up. I don't exactly know where, but it was on top of the hill and we only had one neighbor who had like this beautiful, like Victorian mansion, creepiest freaking house. And then yeah. ours was just as creepy. It was like a three story house. It's gigantic. It had the the three stories. It had no basement, but it did have a wine cellar that was just slightly off on its property. Okay. And around the corner, it was down this big old hill with a sharp, like, 80-degree turn or something. But people would always go from the bar across this, like, down the way and go around it too fast, and they would always have car accidents. Like, while we were there, there was, like, six fatalities or something. Okay. And I was young. I was, like, eight or something. I messing around and i was like a kid like i told you before the podcast i like to go into like abandoned houses when i was younger because i was stupid yeah and uh this was the thing like no one ever gone down there my parents never did the thing like never go in there they were just like yeah it's a wine cellar it's kind of creepy down there i wouldn't do it so yeah. i go down there for the first time by myself just trying to see what was down there like you know it's cool and then you just stone walls so you go down these little corridor maybe like 20 steps i walk down in there and you step down until at the time it was like knee deep water on me and I was eight and eight like eight eight years old so it's probably like ankle deep water and I'm like slodging through looking around and it's got like the wine cellar all like the little, little crates in the wall and all that stuff and I'm sitting there and then I could hear like a splash and I'm like okay it's not creepy considering I've heard it before like I'm in like knee deep water and like and it's like a big old room probably about this yeah. the wine cellar is about the size of your house from what I remember yeah it's like just all the way back and I hear it again Okay, so I look over in the corner and like I turn my flashlight over there and then like I see the splash again and it gets silent and like all the water still moves and then all of a sudden it's like splash, 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 splash and like I can see it moving close to me. I like chucked the thing like behind me and sprinted up the stairs, locked the gate, locked everything and like I hear like I hear it get to the steps and stop at the top of the, or like at the steps and then everything cuts out. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, I immediately just, like, I left. I was, like, never going in there, never going near it again. And, yeah. like, I would tell my mom, then, yeah, you know, it is kind of creepy around here. You know, there's, like, the smell that would move in our yeah. house. Like, it would... Splash, 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 splash. Literally, it was, like... And, like, it was a smell that would... It smelled like something died. And we, like, ripped apart this house looking for it. It would move from room to room randomly. Nice. And stuff would disappear. It would move throughout the house. Wow. Like, animals, we bought one pet while we got it there. Granted, it was an animal that got hurt, but it died. No reason. Just a wow. little kitten. It was on the road. They left there. Had an eye infection. We got the eye infection cleared up, and it died. Huh, yeah. We have no idea why it died, how it died. It just was dead. That's weird. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that reminds was... me of uh, Home Alone when he was, like, scared yeah. of the, the little furnace in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just remember, it, like, if you ever played Amnesia, there's, like, this water monster that if you stop moving, it doesn't find you, and it'll walk throughout the hallways. But when you move, it sprints at you. Yeah. It's exactly what happened. And I remember seeing yeah. this, so whenever I saw that game, it freaked me the hell out. Because, yeah. like, I, that happened. I right. don't know what it was, yeah. but it scared the hell out of me. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So... Now we're going to talk about our favorite monsters. Uh, so you were <laughs> like the only one who the did the week. research here. Uh, you had a couple like interesting ones because originally when I was thinking about this, I was thinking we'd just talk about you know a, a zombie or a vampire, werewolf, something everybody knows about. But then you were telling me some stuff that you know I didn't necessarily know, and it was pretty creepy. A lot of uh, if you really want to get into the creepy stuff, check out the like the like the American Indians. Like they yeah. have some creepy stories. But I remember it was at school or at school <laughs> at work, and I was telling you about like a lot of Greek pantheon comes back into it. But the ones we really focused on were. Wendigo, and then yeah. kind of like a close-rated cousin are skinwalkers. Yeah. And I was telling you about the skinwalkers. Yeah. And I... So tell, tell the fans, because I'm not sure they know what a skinwalker okay, is. Okay, so I learned about skinwalker from the book series I referenced. Um, the Harry Dresden Files is one of the villains. He eventually... Ended. That's in there, too? Yeah. Really? It's got everything. Okay. And these creatures are essentially from... I've heard several stories, but one of the stories that they tell primarily in the Dresden is that they were like a holy being designed to help take people of the, I think it's a Navajo or some American tribe, mm -hmm. to the Holy Land once they'd done their job. However, right. these creatures were fed off of, like, greed, and they didn't want to go home. They wanted to stay on the planet, and eventually tainted them. Okay. Now, the tra traditional stories are is that a skinwalker is typically, like, a witch or, like, a shaman that eventually would use his magic for bad right. and try to do everything for greed and murder and do everything like that. So, traditionally, they would wear the pelts of the animals that they would want. So, yeah. like, if they want to transform into a wolf, because what they could do is their name 
Skinwalker directly translates to like Nagaloshi or Yi Den Nag, however you pronounce it, Yi Yed Deloshi. Yeah. And it means he who walks on all fours. And his main powers are is that he can shapeshift. They're told that they can read people's minds, that they can control plagues, that they can really like do kind of whatever they want. Right. And they would eventually use their magic for evil and they would taint them. So they would wear these skins, like the pelts and the animals they'd want to turn into. So you'd always see like those. Tr- uh, those videos on the internet where you'd see like the guy out in the wilderness and he'd have yeah. like a deer head on or like yeah. antlers that's what they're getting at is that he's a skinwalker mm. and so they would shape shift into it but they would maintain human eyes but they'd be red and so if you look over at them and the fear is if you see a skinwalker you see his eyes and you know what it is it dies but if it knows what you don't know what it is it has to kill you because then if you find out about it it will die right. so like, what do you mean so like if you were to like so you're walking around the woods and you see like these bright red eyes staring at you and like you like I, I, I make eye contact with it. If you were to know like, oh, that's a skinwalker, it's supposed to have died. Like it's supposed to eventually get sick and die. But if you don't know what it is, then you're like, oh, whatever. It's just a creepy eyes. I'm going to leave and it's going to stalk you and kill you. Because oh. they don't want to be found. The more you talk about it, the fear is that one, if a Nagaloshi becomes aware of what you're doing. It gets stronger, right? And it now so this knows is literally the worst thing we could do: broadcast it to a hundred percent audience like, of thousands of people. And out the worst there. is like the people who talk about it have the chance of like making them aware that you know about them. So if you know about them, the fear is that they come after you. Right. So I screwed everybody here. But sorry, uh, like <laughs> but in the spooky. Navajo tribe, you're not allowed to wear predator skins because right. that's what they would wear. They would mm. wear wolves, bears, coyotes. So what kind of pelts like do they wear? Rabbits? They're just they, they wear clad. deer. They would okay, wear prey. So like deer, sheep, all that. Them. And I was reading stories about one gentleman who was out in the woods. There's like a skinwalker ranch that people will go to. They can actually visit where they say there's most of the sightings are. Yeah. No. And one of them is this guy was out in his yard. And he had a deer pen or a sheep pen. And he went in there to try to figure out what was going on. And he heard like this human-like laugh. So he's like, I'm the only one on this farm. What the hell was that? So he goes to check it out. And he sees all of his sheep in one corner except for one ram that's sitting there. And it was laughing like a human. And he looked over at it, and he turned back, and the deer was standing on its hind legs looking at him, and it had human eyes, or the, the ram, got down on his legs and left. That's messed up. Yeah, so then he was like, what? All the sheep were away from it because they just, what they do is all they want to do is kill. Like, they right. don't care about you. They just want to do yeah. whatever they can. So it left because he knew what it was? He left because he saw it. If it knew what it was, theoretically, it was supposed to have died, but it left because it's what it wanted to do. wanted to just freak him out. Uh, but did they make eye contact, though? They did. He made eye contact with it, and he said, so then, I saw human eyes, but I don't think he knew what it was. So, it was so like, then technically, that thing is going to come back for It him. could come back for him. It knows where he lives. Huh. And the fear is, like, the Navajo or any of those tribes don't talk about it, one with each other or with outsiders, because the more they bring attention to it, the more powerful they get, and the more likely they have more targets to hunt for. Like, oh, this wow. is the one that you told me about at work, and, and it, it really kind of got me, because it fits with their culture. It's like a cool little and it's story, creepy, like, you know? It's told that they like to walk around houses. If you hear a tapping on your window at night, they bang on doors. They try to get you to come out. They try to get you to make eyes with them so they can see you and they can take you. And then if they take, they look at you and you look into their eyes, sometimes it's said that they can take over your mind and make you do things you don't know. They can take your form. Yeah, that's definitely. They're supposed creepy. to be to say like it's the only spooky. way you can tell them that they don't know is because their voice sounds oddly modulated. Like you look perfectly right, but you don't sound right. Like right. something is off about them, but they just can't. Put so it. do they ever appear as a person? They can. Okay. A lot of times you see them walking around in the woods. Like you'll see videos. You can look them up on the internet. Like I, right before this, I was reading a little bit more about them. And there's one guy who's sitting there, like crouched over, and he's got the head of a deer, and he's just staring at people. And like they can shift their bodies however they want to. Huh. That's creepy, dude. Yeah. Very creepy. No, man. That's what I was thinking. You like, told me that. Just read, right. you just read like, on go on Reddit or something and type in stories. There are some creepy-ass stories. Like, they're harbingers of death. Like, what they do is they said they like to jump out in front of traffic to try to cause crashes. Mm-hmm. They like to try to cause mm-hmm. as much chaos and death as they possibly can. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh like, they're supposed to be some terrible thing. It. And it's, like, nearly impossible to kill them. Like, you either have to have a shaman who knows the right way to do it, which makes them turn their magic against them, or you have to dip a bullet in white ash and shoot it in the head or neck only. Hmm. Anywhere else, and it will be fine. Wow. So, or you could know what they are and look them in the Yeah, ash. theoretically, that's what another one I saw. I don't know how true it is. It was just something I saw. And yeah. I was like, if that's it, that would be cool. But how often do you look in the woods and you see a pair of red eyes and you're like, mm, it's a skinwalker. Yeah. Because yeah. it also said that if you don't know what it is, 
they could like come up at you and what they do is like they breathe on you and like you're supposed to get like your tongue turns black you get paralyzed and you just die on the spot and then Mm -hmm. the other one was saying like if you do recognize them any animal that they take over isn't supposed to have a tail and they're supposed to smell like rotting meat so like they could be they're a wolf with no tail yeah but they look like a wolf minus the tail and like they would smell like rotting meat because they wear the skin over their body and then like they shape into it that's weird. Very weird. Yeah, I, I like that one. That one was oh, cool. Man. That one, yeah. like, just watch the stories out. There's a lot of them, like, out in, like, the wilderness. Like, it's creepy. And, like, a lot of them, like, they'll hear, like, laughing out in the middle of the woods. And, like, they'll hear, like, creaking near, like, their things. Because they yeah. just, like, they screw with people and murder them. Why do people want to live in a country? I don't, I don't know. know. I was like, I'd like I to be know. alone, but not that alone. Well, listen, listen to this it. next one here. Okay. All right, so... This one I knew a little bit about. Okay. I played uh, Until Dawn. That was the first time I ever heard of a Wendigo. Okay. But then we were talking about it more at work, and I was looking into them a little bit. So a lot more research on this one. Where does the Wendigo thing even come from? Algonquin. It's another American tribe. Illinois? I think so. It's like around the Great Lakes area <laughs> yeah. and when the Atlantic look- Coast. Okay. When I was looking for it, I was trying to find something from Minnesota that was, like, spooky. And there, okay. like, there was, like, a whole title, like, Wendigo in Minnesota. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Okay. Minnesota. But yeah, like, what's the because it trans behind, the uh, Wendigo translates directly as like a transfer. It's an evil spirit who devours the mankind or is a cannibal. Yeah. So essentially, it is typically how it goes is normally it's a person, and what happens is they're lost in the woods or somewhere and they are dying of starvation, and the only way they can get out of it is to consume human flesh. Mm. So they kill someone, eat them, and the thing is that the spirit takes over their body and turns them into like this hideous creature that's supposed to be like. Very thin, emaciated, very white yeah. skin, almost like me. Very white skinned person with like yellow tinted eyes, long yellow fangs, long yellow claws, and almost kind of like a long tongue. Yeah. And these creatures are literally supposed to be an insatiable beast that's so hungry for flesh that it after even after it eats, it's still hungry. So all it does mm-hmm. is it's a killing machine. Right. Runs around and murders everything it possibly can find and eats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as it goes on, they like they would tell more stories, and it really started from people getting lost in the woods mm-hmm. and like disappearing. So people like, oh, the Wendigos got them. That's okay. what would happen is they're out there being lost in the woods and they got murdered. Yeah. But a lot of times I would watch videos online, and you'll hear people out in the woods by themselves. And this one video showed me this guy who's like, I've been hearing knocking on my roof for like Ugh. two days now, and he's like, and it's the middle of the night. Which guys, if it's ever the middle of the night, don't go outside. Yeah. For yeah. the love of God. Spooky, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, a lot of them oh look like that. God. They're real creepy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, so they're just giant. Sometimes they would say they could be up to, like, 14 feet tall. So this spirit, like, is drawn to you due to cannibalism, right? Yes. Like, that's so one of the main reasons. You can get, like, bewitched and turned into one, yeah. is what they would say. But primarily what would happen is... Like, if you're stuck in the woods and you eat your buddy, you could turn into a Wendigo. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like what the legend is. Well, this kind of looks like the thing that I see in my dreams. Yeah. Or yeah. like when I'm when I'm having my sleep paralysis, like a big figure with with horns. Yeah. And everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's exactly what it is. And what they do is they don't have any particular targets or motive. They just want to kill. Yeah. They just run around. They're supposed to be super fast, super strong. But in this guy's video, he hears this knocking on his roof, kind of like this. Yeah. Okay. Like I've been hearing this clicking. So he goes outside with no weapon, no nothing, to go kind of check it out. And he's climbing up the side of his roof, and it's like this lower side of the roof, almost like your roof. Yeah. And he gets up on there, and there's this pure white being with, like, straight black eyes, like, looking at it from over the ledge. And, like, it's staring at him, and he goes, oh, shit, and he, like, falls back, and then, like, as you see it, like, creep back. And the guy says he goes back and gets his twenty two caliber rifle, <laughs> uh, his pellet oh, gun, God. and he goes back up there, but the thing's gone. So they say, like, you'd be hearing it screeching in the woods, run around. <laughs> They would say, like, there's stories of travelers who would be camping out in the night, and then suddenly the friends would turn on each other and start eating one another. Yeah. Like, it's supernatural, actually. One of their first episodes does a really good rendition of the Wendigo. Really? I would definitely recommend watching it. You're saying Supernatural? The show. I love that show, man. Yeah, it's like one of the first episodes got a Wendigo. Okay. I'd recommend watching it because okay. they fight it and kill it. It's super freaking creepy. Literally okay, the yeah. same scenario. These group of guys are outside. Is that on Netflix? I, I, I believe just watched so. that episode. Yeah, yeah. Su- yeah. Supernatural. We'll pull it up dope. before I leave because it's really cool. And okay. like this episode, it's got actually the main character before he p- died um, from Glee, the guy that played Finner. <laughs> he's actually in it. And okay. he's one of the guys they're trying to save. So they're out there trying to camp and they go missing. And you don't know what happens. Huh. And then you see Finn and he's strung up 
next to a, like a couple other people. Some of them are corpse, and there's like this long, gangly thing walking around, just tearing mm. apart people. And he's that's sitting there watching this thing murder people while they, like, they try to find him. And that's what it is. They they find you, they bag you, and they tag you, and then wow. they just eat you at their leisure, and they can eat your entire body. It's disgusting. Yeah, wow. I mean, I remember, you know, my grandpa owned a farm. I told you guys last week, but like. It would always creep me out walking through the woods because that's what we would do when we were bored up there. They didn't, you know, sometimes they had TV, sometimes they didn't. So we would just walk through the woods, you know, yeah. go back far, way deep into the woods. There's like a pond way back there. And it was always just like eerie, you know. Yeah. I, the woods, that's what I think scared me about this is because it kind of just directly changed with like those insane people you can find that just want to yeah. hurt. And yeah. like they were talking about in this, which kind of got me is it said that there are some theories, I mean, if they do exist, that a Wendigo doesn't necessarily change the person. The person is fine. The spirit just takes over your body. Right. And the human is supposed to be locked inside their heart. Mm. So, like, the only way to get them out, typically, is to kill the person because you can't separate them. There's been, like, documented ways where it said they've managed to split the people in there, but primarily you just have to kill them. Wow. And I don't think there's anything in particular you have to do. I think you just have to find it, but it's like... So it's trying to say that the the evil of the Wendigo was already inside the person? No, the evil of the Wendigo is something else, but it's literally... Okay. It's almost like being it, possessed. Okay. So, like, they Fair possess enough. them because it's an evil spirit from a witch or whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. So what about you, Brandon? What do you have? I mean, my favorite monster is the Monsters of the Midway. Hey! Spooky. Go bears, go bars, you know, they're out there in the forest <laughs> and they're mauling people and then next thing you know they're in the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or not, you know. Or not. Who knows? <laughs> or not. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my favorite monster, man. Yeah. I uh man. Ooh. These Wendigos and all that. Man. I'm what, not what kidding. What call? A skinwalker. A skinwalker, yo. I'm you telling you, that, like that is the spookiest name I've heard. Yeah, dude. Keep, skinwalker. I'm yeah, going keep to keep me away from that. When yeah. I get home, I'm going to send you guys to some do of the stories it. I've read because okay. some of them are creepy as hell. No, nah, dude. Right. I want nothing to do with it. But look, this is uh, this is the satanic uh, symbol. Okay. And when Didn't I have my tear that down at one point. Yeah, they did, but like it has a political statement because like people are like, "Well, you can't tear it down because we're just expressing our religious belief." Because there are people right. that worship this, right? But in my dreams, I see well, not in my dreams, but like in my state of sleep paralysis at times, I see like this little demonic symbol, right? And then from that symbol, that's where the head comes out of, and it's like towering over me and everything that's so freaky. i don't know it's freaky that's dude. supposed freaky. to be like very common though yeah like, that's yeah, a very it, common yeah. Way it's to definitely it. something that happens it happens to a lot of people like you can look it up on wikipedia and everything like that they see like that symbol they either well, they, they see like they, the they see like gangly guy like they that. see this they see like a figure in the corner of the room something creeping up on their feet and then as it gets closer to them like it's like right in their face sometimes mm -hmm. like they yeah. used to call it having a witch on your back yeah oh, God. Uh, like yeah so yeah oh, it's freaky but like you stop breathing like all like it's so hard to like voluntarily breathe and everything it reminds like that me of like the it, scene it, it, it's messed up dude from that marianne show they do a lot of stuff like, <laughs> messed like up. the thing the girl is plagued with nightmares yeah and like they're the creepiest freaking nightmares yeah and like yeah. it's always like the guys like so one of them and she gets in bed with her boyfriend or whatever and like her door is opening up and like all you can see is like a shadow hand coming around the corner and she's like pierre Pierre, wake, wake up, and he's not moving. And then this thing like shoots across the floor, and it's saying like, "Give me your foot." And like she like a hand shoots up, and then like it disappears. And then she's like, she wakes up, and she's like, oh, "I'm fine." And she's laying there, and she talks to him, and then nothing happens. And then you look, and, like the camera pans out, and you see Pierre like sitting there like smiling, and then he slowly turns around at her, oh. and she's like, "It's a dream, it's a dream. I'm not waking." And then he like grabs her head and forces her to look at him, and he says like, "I'm coming for you. I never leave empty-handed." And then she wakes up. Yeah, I just but like to imagine the witch is just trying to grab his foot. That's her. Yeah. Well, she's like, she well, yeah, she's like, I literally, just she's, like, touch you. she's like, give me your foot, and like her hand slams up there to grab the foot, and she's like she pulls it back real quick, and then she wakes up, but then it's like a dream in a dream. I'm, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not ready for this Inception crap. Yep. There was always the thing that I, I would think about, like, yeah. So remember when you were kids, and like you would always worry about something grabbing your feet, like. Why would they want your feet? You know, they're yeah. hanging off at the end of the bed. Oh, when they come up and lick your foot? That's I mean, the main thing you ever want. you ever watch a scary movie when that thing was under the bed? No. <laughs> it was like I want you. 
was just and like, grabs them and yanks them under the bed. Yeah, that's what they want, man. They I was want to say, take man, you. all you gotta do is just snip the little tendon at the back of your heel. Yep. You yeah. ain't getting nowhere after that. Man, oh, House yeah. of Wax. Have you guys seen that movie? I haven't. Nope. There's like little guys in the gas station, and this lady's like filling up her gas tank, and they just cut her Achilles tendon and pull her down. Yeah. Well, you cut you cut anybody's Achilles tendon, you're done. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't run away. Up. You can't do nothing. You yeah. just gotta hop, man. You're dead. <laughs> you just got. It's just like you got literally just like hamstringing someone. Get them right underneath the knee just a little bit up slip that your toast yeah you know? dude you're done man yeah. you have done no flexion speech. no flexion or or dorsal dorsal flexion or anything like yeah. that just like the podcast That's it for the week. this has been two bros one cast episode 31 until next time we'll see you later give us Bye. an evil laugh <laughs> <laughs> i don't have an evil laugh look at me <laughs> i'm not intimidating at all <laughs> That's an evil laugh. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Like Apex in this one dude's like, your laugh's creepy. <laughs> you do have a creepy laugh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sorry. Whenever I'm like, how do I channel an evil villain? What would Tyler laugh like? <laughs> it's just like a sinister Beavis and Butthead laugh laugh almost. It started like almost as like a joke, and then it somehow turned into my real laugh. You're like, darn it. <laughs> there, there you go. That's like if I hear that in my bedroom, I'm blowing up my bedroom.